Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of What the Health Just Happened, where we talk all things healthcare, the good, the bad, the ups, the downs, the lefts, the rights, and everything in between. We also bring on a variety of business and community leaders to discuss, see that slipped up already? See that? It was barely. I love it. Healthy and unhealthy business practices, including culture, leadership, human resources, sales, recruiting, and more. What the Health Just Happened is brought to you by 212 Benefits, your partners in all things employee benefits. I'm your host, Hot Sauce Ross, and I'm beyond excited for today's guest, Cassie Bruce. Are you ready? Because here comes where I wrote all this stuff. I stalked your LinkedIn. I got to read this intro. You ready? I'm ready. I, I told him, like, the introduction is the most awkward part. It's like a running joke now. How weird can we make it? It's not that weird yet. The director of corporate health for Baptist, right? Yes. Leading the PATH team, which stands for? Personalized Approach to Health. Okay. The current chair for First Coast Worksite Wellness, a professional speaker, certified Gallup Strengths Coach, and possibly the most interesting qualification of all, the original pole vaulting team member for the University of North Florida. Swoop. I love giving shout-outs to North Florida because that's where I went. UNF Swoop. So, welcome. Are you ready? I'm ready. Thank you. There we go. It's done with the intro. It's like a mouthful. I'm out of breath. Right off the bat, I got to ask. How'd you end up in Jacksonville and UNF specifically? So my, in high school, I knew I wanted to leave Wisconsin for obvious reasons. The weather. What, what were the reasons? The weather, the okay. snow, the cold. It's just, you live your life for like four months when it's nice outside and then it's cold and snowy and miserable the rest of the year. Yeah. No offense to Wisconsin. It's okay. Yeah. It, so, it's miserably hot here, but I'm not leaving for the cold, that's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll take the 100-degree days Swimming for a pools, few months. Swimming pools, beaches, yeah. air conditioning. Yeah. You don't have to shovel it. Healthy. Like snow. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so my one of my friends in high school, her family vacationed in St. Augustine, so we're like, we're going to do a tour of all the colleges in Florida. We skipped two minor colleges, uh, the University of Florida and Florida State, and those are, two those are the two we didn't do. Kind of big colleges in the state of Florida, this is by correct. the way. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. Ended up at UNF. And Swoop. Yeah. I'll say that. Last time I say that, I promise. I mean, we might no, you probably not. throw it a little That's more. like UNF's no, version not. of Duval. <laughs> by the way, I forgot real quick. Jay Bo's producing over there. He chimes in. If we can get him to laugh, it's the best thing in the world. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you'll see. Perfect. We'll get it. We'll get him to do it. I love it. Okay, so. Pole vaulting. So I started pole vaulting randomly in college or in high school. What year of high school? Sophomore year. Okay. Um, because my a family friend, he used to pole vault and he was like, you need to do this. It's going to be so great. And I ended up walking on or creating essentially UNF's pole vault team with Ken Taylor, who's like a legend within Nice and football and track oh, and yeah, field. Yeah. yeah, he's a local legend. He is. So, so you, sophomore year, were you in track and field? But we'll get to, I promise you, we're going to talk so much about PATH. We can talk about Baptist, your experience working in our industry, the broker space, ton of health and wellness stuff. But I, I'm just, I, I pole, pole vaulted myself, which is a weird, the way you run with that stick and you cram it in the ground and you jump on the opposite side of the pole than you anticipate. There's this bar up there that you, anyways, did you do track and field before that or? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so I was a sprinter. Okay, so so you had that experience. You're used to sprinting. 
Is and gymnastics be, growing up, which helped a lot with like the body very, awareness deal. Very comparable. Both healthy, right? Sprinting. Yes, very healthy. We want to talk about exercising. I, I think sprinting and gymnastics are better than long distance running and like yes. weightlifting. Hands down. Yeah. Heavy, heavy. Let me let me deadlift 400 pounds and bench press 300. No. Use your body weight. You'll be stronger than anyone. Sprinting also. So pole vaulting did that toward all of Florida, like University of West Florida, South Florida, yeah, like FAU, the randoms. all of them. Yeah. Okay. Came to UNF, started the pole vaulting team, right? Yes. Like, like part of founding that. And you set the college record, right? I did. You were on the leaderboard for the University of North Florida for breaking all pole vaulting records. Yes. And How I long was- did you hold that? <laughs> I think it was two years. I had the height record for two years, but the record that will never be broken, the was first the pole first person to pole vault, pole vault. that's hard. pole vault at the University of North Florida. Always the first, not the highest. Always anymore. the first, not the highest. That's like that could be a slogan. You should put that on your business card <laughs> when people ask about <laughs> I it. I might pass on that. Okay, so just again, early on, let's tell a story. Came to Jacksonville. What year was that? Two thousand seven. Okay, so you've been here. This is home now. Yeah. Right. Definitely. What did you study in college? Started with psychology for the first three years. Um, My dad gave me a deal because he really wanted me to do athletics in college. Where's dad? He's in well, he's in Utah now. Okay. Um, But he was like, if you get good grades and you do track, I'll support you through four years of college, which is a huge blessing. That's a big deal, yeah. It's a really big deal. So I had to like hustle, you know, four years. That's all I get. So the first three, I'm psychology, and then we're getting closer to graduation, and I'm like, what the heck am I going to do with a psychology degree? Yeah. So after junior year, I switched to communications and, like, hustle all summer, get it done somehow in four years, ended up with communications, marketing, minor in psychology. Okay. This is a a frequently discussed topic. How many – what percentage of people graduating college with degree in X work in that field? 17%. 17%. That's a great number. I, I don't know the number, by the way. I That's like my that. guess. 17, Jay, what do you think? What percentage of college graduates work in the same field that they graduate in? I mean, 17 is a pretty good 17, guess. 17, we're sticking with it. That because is I know fact. I didn't do that. That is a fact. <laughs> my, so it's funny. My, my degree from UNF was criminal justice, but I, I knew I wanted to be a firefighter. I'm like, just give me a degree, one of the college experience. Then I got a nursing uh, degree, right, a, a bachelor's in nursing and a bachelor's degree in fire science management, and somehow I'm working in employee benefits. That's a whole different story, my journey in healthcare, which is, it all overlaps in healthcare and taking care of patients, but for sure, it never happens. Okay, back to, so you, you, you dabbled, coming out of communications, you probably had a couple jobs. Which, I had one job in marketing, okay. which I enjoyed, but I always, you know, growing up in sports and athletics, um, and actually when I was a teen, I was diagnosed with lupus, oh, which geez. is an autoimmune disorder. Yeah. So I've always had a, bet you didn't see that coming in your notes. Surprise. (laughs) Well, and I think it's like, so it's kind of key because. That's a big deal. Yeah. Health and wellness. I've always like tried to prioritize it for that reason, because I've loved athletics. So of course, with my career, I'm like, well, I should do something in health and wellness, but I didn't want to be like personal trainer at the gym. (laughs) I did try (laughs) that and didn't like it. So I like. Pretty sure I Googled at the time, like, wellness in a corporate setting and came across corporate wellness. Yep. I, you know, got enough money together to get this certification. It was the Certified Worksite Wellness Specialist certification. Certified Worksite Wellness Certification. Through the National Wellness Institute. C-W-W-C? S. 
There's so many acronyms. This is there is. Okay. So I pop that on LinkedIn, and then I get discovered by Hardin and yep. Associates, which is now Gallagher, yep. and enter the broker world. So, so I, I'll be honest. They are a direct competitor of 212 Dun, dun, oh, Those guys. No, I'm kidding. We, we, again, a lot of self-deprecation laughing about it. There is so much business to go around. Do you do a good job? Have nothing but the utmost respect for Harden. Now, again, I don't know if we should call him Gallagher or Harden. It doesn't matter. There's some great people there. So you worked there for how many years? Five. Five years. Working exclusively in worksite wellness. Yep. So I was their first wellness coordinator. So I got to kind of build that department from the ground up at the time. So this was like, what, 10 years ago now. Jeez. I know, right? Damn you time. Oh, can I say damn? <laughs> He's looking at me. Oh, everybody's, he's not even listening. I love it. Half the time. I don't know if I can say that one or not. He'll bleep it out if I can't. So 10 years ago, wellness was still considered to be like a value add for brokers. It wasn't something that necessarily every employer was doing or every broker was supporting. So I was brought in to be like the value add. So whenever a client would come to you as the broker and say like, hey, this renewal is outrageous. We want to do something about it. They'd be like, oh, come on, bring in the wellness girl. Let's talk about what we can do to drop that down. Oh, boy. Here we go. I didn't want to go down this trap, but I knew it would happen. It, well, that it, was the strategy for everyone 10 years ago because we were so we got so much pressure to prove ROI for this everybody. investment. It's, and, it hasn't changed, right? Everyone has to prove ROI, which which you have to. It is such an expensive line item, but did it was it a – an additional cost, right? When you came to a company, it's like, hey, we're going to give you this product in a, in a wellness thing for your company to make you healthier. It's going to cost X more, or you're putting it in place to improve the health and well-being in their business and decrease their cost, or at least keep it flat. So as far as the, like the wellness add-on on the broker side, it was not an additional charge to the client, but then obviously we bring in vendors that are an additional yeah. cost, or we use the free carrier offerings. How were the free carrier options 10 years ago? You Can you say that or no? Okay, never mind. You say I plead the fifth. I have a biased opinion, so I'll go with the fifth on this one. Okay. We'll assume that opinion is nothing but positive. Yes. Any wellness there. is good. I will say that. If we're doing anything to support health and well-being, it's good. I love that. One push-up is better than zero push-ups. That's right? true. Right? 500 steps is better than zero steps. Definitely. Standing for five minutes is better than standing for no minutes. I, like, Okay. So, so had that run with in, in the same industry that somehow I <laughs> fell into. I laugh all the time. Like, how am I sitting here? I don't know. I hate you, Joey and Adrian. Just kidding. I love you guys. Um, that transition, what happened to lead you to Baptist, by the way, massive organization in Northeast Florida. How many employees are at Baptist? About 15,000. 15,000. That's probably one of 10 companies that size, maybe less. How many? Yeah. I think we're in top five for like most employed in Jacksonville. I would get, like, who's up there, right? Baptist. Duval County Public Schools. Duval County. That Duval County Public Schools falls under their own bucket? Mm -hmm. Or is that City of Jacks? That has six. I think 000. they're separate. Crowley's up there. There's very limited, large companies. So so talk about the journey from working as, as a wellness consultant. What, what was the term? Um, with, Like coordinator or consultant. And then now you ended up and you've been with, with PATH and Baptist for? For six, seven years now. It's crazy. Yeah. Here we go with time flying back. I so, know. So how did you end up doing that? And then we're going to really like dive in with Yeah, path. yeah. So on the broker side, um, Baptist was one of our clients. So we helped them with their benefits. And 
they brought this idea to the table in like 2013 or 2014. They're like, we are going to build this employer wellness solution. It's going to have all these components. And they brought it to us and to myself in order to get our feedback. And I was skeptical. I didn't necessarily understand why a health system was trying to get into like the employee wellness space necessarily. Okay. So, so skeptical, totally understand what changed and why did you, like you're, you're working there now. You've been there for, what'd you say, six or seven years? You yeah. go from one, one area, then you're skeptical and now you're leading the charge, right? You, I think you said you manage eight people. You have 20 part-time employees. You're yeah. working with all these companies. So what changed to say, okay, I'm on board with this. In fact, can I work here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think the strength of the program is that we are able to customize our offerings to what the individual employer needs. Like with a lot of wellness solutions, it's kind of like an out of the box or a menu of options. And there's not as much flexibility with what you're offering. But because we're essentially like a startup within the greater health healthcare system, we have the flexibility to respond to what our clients are asking for. You, so so I, I love every time I have a guest on, we have a, like a, a prep call if someone can. I thought I wrote that down. I'm looking at my notes. Don't judge me here. Um, good news is we won't rewind and edit over this. <laughs> um, not your your number one goal is it's not profitability, right? Yes. Yep. So you said a couple things. Here it is. Driving revenue is not your number one goal. Right, servicing that one to five hundred space in Northeast Florida, which is the bulk of businesses. So, so what else? Path, and and I love saying the acronym over and over. What does it stand for? Personalized approach to health. Personalized approach to health, which I think every single human being needs. Mine is different than yours. Yours is different than Jay's. Right. So you're you're different in one sense that you're it's specific to each organization, right? Yes. And you're not revenue driven. It's a separate entity from Baptist. So, so give me some examples. What does a, a approach to a 15-employee company look like? Mm-hmm. Maybe one or two because they're all different. And right. then a 150-employee company. Right. And it's less employee size and more so employee demographic, the type of work that they're doing and how they like to receive information and engage. Okay. So let's start with demographics. Be, mm-hmm. You mean so like 18 to 30 versus 30 to 50? I mean, like traditional office setting versus more like manufacturing or logistics. Blue collar versus white collar versus green. Yeah, and are you on the road all day or do you have access to a computer? And what was it? And then there was a second one before how they prefer to communicate. What was the second one? Um, No, I don't remember. That's all right. Demographics. That's fine. So you 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 make these personalized for every organization, but it's based on a variety of things. Exactly. So, like for instance, with if. An employer asks for a presentation on how to eat healthier. We would be able to do that, you know, on site if everyone's coming to the office. If everyone's working remotely, that's not going to be an option. So we do it virtual. Yep. Or if you're in a manufacturing setting or another setting where it's kind of like you have billable hours and you don't get much time away, then having everyone sit down for a presentation for an hour is probably not going to go over very well with your employees. How many times can you sit in a presentation for an hour and pay attention? I mean, these days, not many. I'm like 15 minutes max before I'm, I'm I need There's science around that too. I think it's around the 15 to 20 minute mark. That's the like ideal presentation time. Mm-hmm. You, eventually, I'm going to ask you, we do healthy versus not healthy. I don't know if you heard me ask yeah. that before. So sometimes I'll say healthy or unhealthy. 
I'm going unhealthy. My attention span is unhealthy. Jay, where are you at? Healthy or Very unhealthy. Unhealthy attention span? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, so, I, give me five minutes, and then I'm just like, oh, all right, let's see yeah, what's what, going what, on over here. Squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. Okay. And we, we had talked about, too, how much we want to talk about PATH, because you've, you've done some cool stuff, some speaking engagements. I want to, like, what are you looking forward to next? Where have you, let's, let's just go to that now. Yeah. When was the last time you spoke in front of a group of people? Recently. Recently. I don't know what day it is. I think, was it May? A couple months ago? Okay, so so what's the number of people in the audience approximately? Typically around like 100 or so. A hundred. So First Coast Worksite Wellness, I, we, you're the chair of that. We can talk differently. So 50, 50 to 100 people to speak in front of is very difficult for some people, right? It's yes. one of the biggest fears. What does the audience look like that you're speaking to? And what are typically the topics that you're speaking about? Yeah, so traditionally I've spoken a lot with other wellness professionals or people in HR, benefits. Um, but recently I found a like different niche, I guess, in frontline managers. And I think that kind of stems from like seeing the work that we do. All of these wellness in- initiatives are fantastic. Like, like I said, any wellness is good wellness. Sometimes we find that you have wellness programs living inside of an unhealthy culture. And a lot of whether a culture is healthy or not is driven by managers. You're, you're opening a whole can here. This might be the next however many minutes we have. <laughs> Continue. So, so culture, 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 culture. And, and again, this goes back to the prep call, right? There are three camps for companies looking at wellness programs and plans. Oh, yeah. We're going to circle back to the speaking, by the way, because here, here we go. I do this all the time. It's like, <laughs> eh, hard left. Um, the good, the bad, the indifferent. Okay. You said that before, right? Yes. So on the broker side or really any, you know, advisor on wellness. So companies will choose to do wellness for a few different things. There's three different types of companies. So there's like the indifferent companies who are saying, you know, our carrier gave us X dollars and we need to use it. So I guess we'll use it on some wellness stuff. Those are the indifference. They're like, eh, I guess we'll do wellness. Eh, cool. The good is like what we all hope to work with. And I think what a lot of leaders aspire to have. And that's just that great company culture where people feel valued and engaged. And wellness is just part of what we do. This is like ingrained in our culture. And these programs are just supporting the culture that we already have. And then we have the bad, which is you know, there's maybe some level of toxicity or maybe it's, you know, in certain pockets of work groups to where everyone knows the managers in this area are like, quote unquote, bad managers um, and people are overworked or underappreciated and wellness is used as a bandaid to where like, oh, well, let's do this wellness stuff, but we're not going to address the really hard stuff of like helping people attain better managerial skills or you know, making tough decisions about letting people go if they're just not a good fit and I, I to love, the toxicity. I love these conversations. And there, there's days this is all I want to talk about. Can I get real for a minute? Of course. Sometimes, this is previous companies before this one. They're like, we're going to implement a wellness program. And within three emails, I'm like, holy crap, this is a joke. Yeah. Right? Every Friday we get an email and say, here's a healthy meal grilled chicken breast, put spinach and have some olive oil sprinkled on top. This is the proper form for a (laughs) push-up. Yeah. And do as many as you can three days a week. And I'm thinking like, 
but apparently, again, the, the large insurance carrier, I have to tread lightly because sometimes I talk trash about them too, we're like, put this in place and then you qualify for X amount of points to right. decrease your... So again, I'm, I'm a, sometimes a little cyni- cynical and skeptical about it that wellness programs are, are just, they don't work. Mm-hmm. But it goes back to, if you would not agree with me, those, those three camps, the good, the bad, and the indifferent. Yep. When it starts from the top down and there's buy-in from you know, CEO, CFO, chief human resource, whatever it is, chief people officer, mid middle management. And then, and then it trickles down. Is that, is that a reality? Like it has to start from the top down. I mean, ideally, yeah, that is when it's most successful that in conjunction with a well-designed program, because I think you hit the nail on the head with the, like, it can very easily become this laundry list of things and it becomes more stress than it's worth of like, do 10 jumping jacks and then drink eight glasses of water today and do this and that. And you're just like clicking through, like did that, did that, did that. And it's not as meaningful as we had hoped it would be. I wrote down quotes again. I had great conversation yesterday. This is in quotation marks that you said, it's like, Oh no, I got busted by the wellness police. (laughs) I like that because we we've, we'd put in previous, this is previous companies, right? Larger businesses were like, let's put in a wellness program. All right, guys, we're going to have a fitness challenge and, Hey, hey, Bob! You didn't do your ten push-ups today. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, "You know what? Go pound sand." I'm the, the wellness police called me again. And so then you have you, Mike over here. He's like a bodybuilder who he's did like eight hundred. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, correct. And then everyone else in the office is like, "I'm not doing push-ups." This dude, right? Yeah. So what do you? I mean, again, we're we're almost at a commercial break here. The, the, you know what? Actually, we're, we're gonna we're gonna pause on that because I want to talk about the, the. I think it's intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation. That's mm-hmm. another thing you'd brought up. Yeah. Before that. I think we can hit this quickly. I'm going to do it a little bit different. Instead of the same two questions at the end, I'm going to do one now and one at the end. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So, so, so Cassie, one, three, five, ten years ago, what is some healthy advice you would give yourself? Worry less about what other people think, I especially like that. those closest to you, your family and your friends. Really? I think so. I mean, I, I think that whenever we're making a big, big decision, worrying about what. <clears throat> especially our loved ones will think about it, maybe stops us from making some brave decisions. I like that. We talked too about FOPO, fear of other people's mm-hmm. opinions, other people's opinions. Um, I like that. So so worry less what people think, especially those close to you. I haven't heard that. Cassie Bruce, um, what's your title again? Director of Corporate Health. Director of Corporate Health. It's a lot of words. It is. PATH, which stands for? Personalized Approach to Health. We're gonna we're gonna quiz Jay before this day's over. <laughs> Path stands for. He, look, he's in another. He's plan. like I'm not doing this. Personalized approach to health. That's what I was gonna say. Um, I do want to hit the the Gallup stuff on the back end because yeah. again, I, I, there are certain things that I just like. I think matter. Whatever size your company is, um, Gallup strengths coach. Yes. I wrote down my top five. You don't have to answer that yet. Anyways. Oh, I do. I want to hear them. Do you have I can yours? guess. I think oh, I can guess two out of five. That'll be great. So, so Cassie Bruce, uh, what is your job title again? Director, Director of, of Corporate, corporate health. Wellness. Health. Corporate health. So many letters with path. Personalized approach to health. Woo! Yeah! Let's Jay go. Got Jay got it. <laughs> with Baptist Health. Um, yeah, that's the first half. <sighs> what the hell just happened? Brought to you by 212 Benefits. Um... I don't know why I keep saying that. I just love talking trash to Adrian and Joey because they could convince me to come work in benefits, which I love. Um, man, good first half? I, th- I think so. Okay. Pretty strong. We're coming back here shortly. That's what the health just happened.
back to the second half of what the hell just happened if you missed the first half the good news is it's up on uh podcasts which uh, there's like ten thousand gazillion podcasts but ours is the best i love you mom i say hi to my mom every single episode <laughs> love you katie ross um today cassie bruce director of corporate health got it i keep saying wellness you, director of corporate right. wellness again really doesn't matter it, it ties into what we do a ton a lot of health and wellness stuff I think the first half was pretty entertaining. I still, I think the pole vaulting thing might have been the most, oh, the most yeah. fun. But um, anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to Path specifically, what you guys are working on, the health and wellness stuff for businesses, size of companies, et cetera. Gallup Strengths. What is it? Assessment? What, what's the, the Strengths the Finder. Strengths Finder. I love, look, I love personality assessments. I think they're accurate. This but one's super research strength, based. Strength Finders is one of the greatest. Yeah. What's the book? Strength Finders 2.0. Yeah, they have all, many. There's books so now. many now. Mm-hmm. But I like we we actually make we we ask every single one of our employees. I've had friends take it because it's accurate. Yes. And the biggest thing that I love about Strength Finders is it it has you double down on your strengths versus like, well, here's my five weaknesses. Exactly. Let me, let me work on these. BS. This is what you are good at. Double down on it. Right. Don't don't like. Oh my gosh, I'm not good at. I'm not organized. I'm a disaster. There's crap everywhere. You can't see it. There's no video here. But okay. So you said you think you could guess. I have yep. Strength Finders gives you your top five. Yes. And you're a coach. So what is uh, a coach? Okay, this mean? is my best guess. Okay. Oh, the coach. Yeah, so what does a coach mean? How do you I, get certified? What is it? What, what is it? What's the value of doing that? Yeah. So Gallup actually offers a I don't remember how many days it was. I think it was a whole week. Um, but this long training intensive and they have a crazy awesome culture and they really immerse Gallup. you in strengths. Like everything you do is strengths 24 seven for like a week. Um, and then we have all these extra tools that someone who is not certified is able to utilize when doing individual assessments or team workshops or manager and leadership training. So, so you went to this course, got certified. Do you still use it? Yeah. Like, do, do you, offer a service we do gallup related that that's tied to path or you're doing that separately yeah so we do offer it through path we have individual assessments to where you take the assessment we do a coaching call and really dive into that and that's part of that top-down development stuff yes okay it's huge i didn't know this literally if companies would reward employees with personal development instead of pizza we oh. would have like just these fulfilled time out, people time out. I love running pizza. around. I love pizza. There's nothing wrong with pizza, but I'm it's kidding. like I, you know. Yeah, nobody wants a pizza party. How can I better be myself? How do I? How do I? How do grow. people steal companies? How do I make more money? Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. How's your comp? Right. How do I grow and develop to be more successful in my role right. or promote somewhere else? I hate to say it. Employee benefits matter. Right. <laughs> what do you, What are you offered? And it's just gets more and more expensive year after year. And then I, culture. The, yeah. To me, those are the things that matter the most. And culture kind of over overlaps all those other than compensation. Back to Gallup. Okay, so you did this certification. Path does this for companies. Yeah, the coolest thing is the team matrix, though. So that's where you take, you know, a team of, I think it works best with participants under 10. 
So 10 participants total max. Um, but you look at everyone's strengths in this like graph. So you can see where your strengths lie and where you may have gaps. But it's kind of funny because on whenever I do this with teams, it's always like, that's why you are the way you are. It makes so much sense. Every time. Or we learn something new about someone. Like what? <laughs> like, Oh, my gosh, you could juggle. No, <laughs> that know. doesn't make that didn't even make sense. Sorry. <laughs> Terrible. We do a lot of dad jokes here. My apologies. <laughs> like, what, what's, what's something you learned from someone that you said, oh, my gosh, I didn't know this about okay, myself. Okay, this is a good member. example. So someone on my team, she like her top five included like discipline responsibility she likes everything to be black and white and she likes there to be a blueprint like just here are the rules you know follow these rules she's very process driven very very strong and we've been going through this project where there's a lot of just inconsistency you know you got to think on the fly you got to kind of make it work and she's done an incredible job but she's told me like that's her nightmare yeah, she's yeah. like, Cassie, I can do this, but this is stressing me out. And I'm like, oh, that's why. See, After we did the assessment. This is the culture part of the show I love. I I do like healthcare, but I, I business culture and, and leadership development stuff, I, that's what excites me the yeah. most. And I going back but to it so has that's such your like, team. You did that yourself. Yes. So you can you can go to a business and explain, we did this in house. Yes. Here's how it helped. Yeah. Man. So how's she doing? She survived or still going on? Yeah, yeah. But now I'm I'm much more sensitive no. to it. I'm like, hey, I'm really sorry about this. Like, what can I do to help? Because I know this stresses you out. Um, so it's actually, I think, really helped the working relationship too. Do you know your top five? I do. What are they? Strategic. Okay. Positivity. Okay. Woo. Okay. Relater. Okay. And developer. That's funny. Some of those were right outside of my top five. You said you can guess. Woo has to be in your top five. Yeah, woo is in my top five. Woo, by the way, stands for winning others over. Yes. Not like woo, <laughs> which also I love that. Ric Flair, shout out. Kidding. Kind of goes hand in hand, though. What else did you guess? Um, you're either achiever or competition. Neither. <sighs> I know. I got with the woo, though. That was my strongest. I definitely, ones who takes strength fighters, like, you got to be woo. What about learner? Maximizer. Okay. Activator. Mm-hmm. Arranger. Mm -hmm. ideation and woo nice you have a lot of executing i guess yeah it's been a while since i look back at it but when i saw there's four like domains there's execution influencing um oh i'm not gonna remember it strategic does it change over time like i took this eight years ago that's a good question so the gallup people say that your top 10 may shift around i think okay but generally, like your top five, unless the caveat is if you took the assessment during like a big life change, like okay. new job or like sometimes it can shift things a little bit. We're going to tag um, Gallup and Strength Finders on this when we put yeah, it on let's do platforms because I, I could talk about this for an entire episode. I want to retake it. It's been years and there were multiple things have changed. But I do think when I look at my because you have the list forever, right? Yes. When you log in. I would be shocked if my top 10, that three or four of my top five aren't rotated out with other ones. They're, all, yeah, they're yeah. all close together. What I don't remember is my bottom four, but I could tell you the girl that you mentioned, what was her list? <laughs> yeah. Disciplined. Oh, yeah. Responsibility. Responsible, yeah. What else? Consistency. Yep, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Okay. So that's part of PATH, which I like. That's pretty cool. Let's go back to the speaking engagements. Is most of your speaking with 
First Coast Worksite Wellness, which we could talk about. Um, I think you enjoy it too, based off of the limited interactions we've had. Yeah. Yeah. You mean speaking? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly do it like, I wouldn't even call it like a side thing. I, it's just something I do because I enjoy it. And I love seeing the transformations of companies who are like, yes, like we need to prioritize well-being or yes, we need to like get our managers on board or we need to, because I focus a lot on like um, leadership development within the frame of well-being. So like within the frame of empowering your employees and your workforce to prioritize their own well-being and the well-being of others. And then work's just going to improve because of that. This is an impossible question to answer. What do you, what do you think's, you can't answer this. And that's why I'm asking it. <laughs> Physical or emotional? What's a higher priority? They go hand in hand. I, mm. yeah, you really can't answer you that, can't. can you? It's it's person to person. It's day to day. And, and as far as I'm concerned, they, they and they're, they're integrated. The yeah. When you are not well emotionally, we feel that physically. Mm-hmm. So yep. you really can't address physical health without also addressing emotional health. And when you're when you're when you're physically a, a mess, how can you not be depressed yeah. or anxious or like? Look, on days of, when you're working, you asked me earlier if I drink caffeine. Yeah. Have you ever had too much caffeine? All the time. Well, he's <laughs> smiling ear to ear, but. What happens emotionally to me? Like I'll crash. I'm oh, exhausted. a while later. I'm, you know, yeah, I don't. I don't know. But the food you put in your body, right? The the physical activity. Um, I I don't know. I I think I always lean towards physical first. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm forty, geez, that's hard to say. I think emotional might be right there next to it. The days I'm like, you think that's a guy thing though? It is a guy. What do you think, Jay? We're not emotional. Hmm. Not really. Do you recognize when you're struggling emotionally or no? Oh, yeah. Do you, do you really? Yeah. Do you feel like you can talk about it? Sometimes. Are you okay? How does that make you feel? <laughs> I feel like I remember that. The Jags are going to the Super Bowl? School. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel when you, I want. <laughs> I feel when you. But you're, you're right. We get, the dynamic there, too, that's a, that's a great point, which I think sometimes now people are scared to talk about, that the differences between men and women, which is just exists, in my opinion, Men are typically don't like talking about their emotions. Right. I think. Well, and I just, I always think about this example. We did health coaching with a fire and rescue. You'll appreciate this. Local? Um, yeah. Well, okay. semi local. So with a fire and rescue. Yeah, department. we're all crazy. Yeah. Wafu. And that's the Wafu. Thing, like, I told you what Wafu stand for. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're all effed up. That's what it yes. stands for. So, but we bring in, can you imagine, okay, so think back to your firefighter days. You bring in this health coach, middle-aged woman, and they're like, here's your health coach. She's going to help you be healthier. Yeah. You're walking in with your paleo diet, your CrossFit workout. You're like, I do not need a health coach. Until the first few brave souls sat down with her and she digs into, you know, just the mental toll of that job and what you guys are, you know, holding on to with what you see every day. <coughs> This Not to mention, like, mental health at home. They, these guys would literally, like, just finally open up to her and just, I think we all need that release of just acknowledging, like, I'm not okay and that's okay and we can work through this. Yeah. But that's the power of offering, I will forever sing the praises of health coaching. If I could pick one wellness initiative for every company to implement, it would be health coaching, hands down. Is it, so, so let's talk about it. Health coaching, I'm... 
Bob at fire department or white collar who sits all day staring at a screen and then all of a sudden I walk outside and I'm like, holy crap, the sun's out. Yeah. What's, is it, what is health coaching? Is it once a week? Is it once a day? Yeah. Are you giving diet advice? This is what most people no. think health coaching is. Like, let's say Bob smokes. The health coach is going to be like, Bob, you got to stop. That's what else you got to ask now. Cigarettes. Okay. <laughs> For this topic. Purpose. Yeah. So what a lot of people think is like the health coach is going to come in and say, Bob, you got to stop smoking. Stop hitting McDonald's on the way home because you don't have time to cook. Um, here's what you need to do. Here's your plan. Talk to you next week. What a good health coach will actually do is say, Bob, what do you want to work on? What's your vision for what you want your life to look like? And he might say, you know, I don't know. Well, let's run through your day. How could we, like, what could be better? Or maybe spending more time with my kids or maybe, you know, like getting away from my desk more often. We talk about like the little small habits that make up our day and our life and what we want to change and how we can get there. What do you do if Bob says, I don't want to talk about it? We get that sometimes because sometimes companies say, like, do a one health coaching session with everyone. Um, and I think what the coaches find is that once you start building that rapport, there's always something, like one little thing that somebody wants to work on. I, I like to talk about sales, too. Not financially matters, but you are essentially selling yourself all the time, right? I, I believe that. You're, you're selling – a health coach is selling why this is valuable to you, Bob – but how do, how do you convince Bob to do it? Bob's like, no, nah, I'm you good. You don't. And you look at Bob, you're like, you can't. You don't. You can't, right? And that's the thing. Like, with wellness and with health coaching <laughs> I don't know why we said Bob, that, by the way. Like, why not start with the people who are raising their hand? Like, yes, I want to improve X, Y, Z, rather than spreading it across everyone and making it mandated. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out this industry again here because who's raising X, Y, Z, raise their hands? Who, who's raising their hands? You're going to say you know it's the healthy say. people. I, I I think this is just my opinion, which I think is changing, and it matters. I believe in this stuff. Yeah. But it's it's probably you or me raising our hands like, yeah, I'm in. How do I – let's talk every day. Give me, give me a plan. Okay, so that's twofold. So, yes, like, okay, so you have all these, like, fit people going in for health coaching. Going back to the firefighters, you have no idea what's going on oh, inside. I, I, what's funny is I do actually. I <laughs> well, do. We're actually, not going there. You're telling the wrong person. On the show. We can talk about it, but. <laughs> okay, so there's Sorry, some, bad example. Bad example. There's some good emotional, like not all work that we need to do health wise is visible to everyone else. So there's you know some emotional stuff that might go on, but the power that we see when we open this as a benefit and employees get a feel for like, okay, this coach actually cares. They actually, you know, I trust them. Yes. They, trust. They, this is, this is real. This is not checking a box to, for large insurance carrier to keep our <laughs> rates down. Jeez, I'm in trouble, but and, it's real. And I can it's, actually achieve my goals. I can work on what I want to work on. Like this is improving my life. That word travels fast. And when there are the quote-unquote unhealthy people that we need to reach, they say, well, why not me too? I saw my coworker do it. Why not me too? So, so that's great. I think a big component too is behind closed doors one-on-one. So this health coach, which people are like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. You're in a room of people. I want to raise your hand who wants to talk about all their messed up crap in life. <laughs> Yo, please, let me volunteer. And then you go one-on-one and people are like, suddenly there's way more people that are engaged in that you know, again, whether it's Cassie or whoever it is sitting down yeah. that's genuine and like, look, I'm not pressing you on anything. We're, we're, what do you want? We're here what for you. you? That's, we talked about this earlier. 
that's real to, to me. People are so sick of the nonsense and BS and do this, eat this diet for 60 right. days and you'll lose X amount of weight. Don't get me started on GLP-1s, by the way. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's not go there. I will. <laughs> but but again, it, it's, it works. Any, anyway, sorry. But, but to me, I, I just think human beings, especially employers and employees, whether it's five employees or 5,000 employees, just be real, be, be genuine and, and help yeah. them and figure out what that person wants. And it, it, the answer may be, leave me the heck alone, man. For and now. For now. But, and you'll, you'd be surprised that we get so many testimonials from employees saying, I'm so thankful that my employer offered this. So they, they correlate <laughs> that positive engagement with the coach with, hey, this coach cares about me too. My company cares about me because they're offering this initiative. And that is the world of difference, I think. Yes. That one that one person again, same example, fifteen person company, five thousand. If one person comes back to path insert any yeah. the CEO and says, Look, this is what happened, this is how it helped, that's a win to me. For sure. That's a win to me. Not not hey, our you know, next year's insurance rates only went up nine percent versus eleven percent mm-hmm. because we implemented this wellness program. Like th- th- that's just me, right? Yeah. I'm an anomaly. I hate you, insurance. Just kidding. I love you guys. You pay our bills. Um, okay. How much time we got left here, Jay? About a little under seven minutes. Seven minutes. I'm going to hold off the healthy versus unhealthy. We might have to do a video of that. Okay. I like a little selfie video. Um, I wrote down a couple things here. I like the intrinsically versus extrinsically motivated. I think mm-hmm. this applies definitely to health and wellness, but also success in life in general i don't know marriage parenting insert yeah. anything so do you want to describe the difference between the two or you want me yeah. to i think so, anyone understands the difference between yeah. intrinsic versus extrinsic go ahead right if you're extrinsically motivated it's because of an external factor so someone's giving you money to do this or i don't know that's my that's a good one yeah I, what is it from a from a work basis promotions pay races bonuses benefits prizes winning and perks that's extrinsically motivated right if you do this i'll give you a gold star if you do this or a t-shirt you get a participant (laughs) not hating on the team i made literally today (laughs) on the way i'm like you know what i want to make these shirts i want to start giving them to every guest that comes on cassie got a shirt and she just tried the heck out of me Take it back. Give me that shirt. You, you can't fit <laughs> I'm in that, man. It forever. I didn't get J-Bo's one. <laughs> oh, geez. That's that's great. So extrinsically motivated versus intrinsically, which again, very simple. External versus internal. Internal. I want this. What else? That's that's oh, the biggest that's, that's it. That's that's the biggest thing. Like you you want to do this personally. Have you read the poem The Man in the Mirror? Which again, you can cha- change it to the woman I don't in the think mirror. So. It's one of my Someone gave me a mirror with this poem on it in sixth grade. I still have it hung in my office. I could recite it, but I won't. So intrinsically motivated. This is from like a work standpoint. I I, I put this image down. Um, Enjoyment is a big one, Mm -hmm. right? Do I enjoy this? That's intrinsically motivating. Purpose is a huge one. This is if you... If your company's purpose is to, you know, save the planet, that's, I think, intrinsically motivated. Whatever it is, I... um, being a good father to my my kids that's yeah. that's my that's a purpose right being a good mother is is a purpose um growth i think is intrinsically motivated this is all by the way i'm reading this i'm not coming up with this off the top of my mind 
Uh, curiosity, passion, self-expression, fun. Those are intrinsically motivated things written down. So how important is that in health and wellness? It's everything. Because if you're doing something for, let's use like my biggest beef, which is big, biggest loser competitions. When you say beef, like I immediately think of food. I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Just kidding. We're the, we're, we're, I, I would say Be we're- Be sensitive to the person. vegetarians. Yes, I like that. Um, so biggest loser, you, your extrinsic motivation is you win a pile of cash mm. for TV, losing the most weight and you will do anything, sometimes unhealthy things to get that, which do is you, what I've seen. Do you know the percentage of guests on that show? Oh, that yeah. gained their, it, it's Who gained the weight back? It's 98% of all participants gained their weight high? back. It's absurd. That's sad. It's absurd. I knew, look, I told you every single time we run out of time. It flies by. We'll have to do part two. That I agree. So the first time I have a guest on, I'm like, I think I think you're gonna be good. It'll be fun. And the next episode, we can really, you know, be specific or be casual, whatever you want. Cover the episode before. I knew it would happen. We were all over the place, which is my favorite. We probably missed a couple things. By the way, after we're done recording, I'm gonna get a video of healthy or unhealthy for Kay. LinkedIn because that's my favorite part. Sounds good. We did one question the first half. Second question, one, three, five, 10, 20 years out, what is a healthy change you would like to see? I don't even know how to ask it. In your industry is typically what I ask. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to ask that. In healthcare, how do you, in health and wellness? Well, in, I think I would have two. So like I can, what do you want? Industry specific or both. healthcare? Got, I think you got time to, to do both. So okay, your so industry. Industry specific. I would love for employers to offer more meaningful wellness initiatives. Kind say, of, that, say that again. I would love for employers to offer more meaningful wellness initiatives. Love it. Okay. Rather than the check the box programs, yep. you know, fruit on Fridays is great, but that's not going to move the needle. <laughs> like really show employees that you care and implement things like health coaching, things that allow employees to dig deep and really work toward um, improving themselves from a work perspective or from a traditional health perspective, whether it's physical or emotional. What was the other one? Healthcare in general. Okay. So this is just like recency. So having had a baby like a year and some change ago, I would love to see maternal and postpartum healthcare improve. Oh my gosh, wait, we didn't hit that. We talked yesterday about this. Oh, man. Like, and even in comparison to like, you know, European countries here, it's really like you get so pampered at your appointments and they're like, how are you doing? How is your, you know, your feet and your, how are you feeling? And are you tired? And how's the baby? And then the baby comes out and they're like, all right, see you in six weeks. Hope, hope that, you take care of that baby. We, t we talked about this yesterday. Where I told you it would happen. We'd run out of time. Yesterday when we talked about this, that's, that's a whole conversation because it, Again, dads, as a as a parent, when you when you leave, you're like, "What the hell am I doing?" Yeah, and I can't even fathom for the mom all the all those changes. So That's, we're gonna have to put a pin in that. Okay. Yeah. Did you have fun today? I did. Would you come back? I would. Do you feel like maybe the audience, all two of you, I love you, mom, learned something? I could probably get my mom to listen too. <laughs> hey, mom. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, Cassie Bruce, director of. Corporate health. Corporate wellness. Corporate health. Health and wellness. Corporate health and wellness. That's what we should say. Cassie, I had a blast. Me too. Um, Thank you so much for having me. Fun. You'll come back? I will. Okay. 
Don't throw that shirt out. Do I get another shirt? Absolutely not. You just talk <laughs> trash about my shirt. Cassie Bruce, this is incredible. Um, had a blast. Path with Baptist Health, um, amongst many other things. Thank you again. That's Thank you. what the health just happened. Hustle. Hustle. Hustle.